Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Oh Baby podcast. If you are coming back as a return listener, you have a special place in my heart. And if this is your very first time, welcome. I love you as well. My name is Stephanie Poole. I am the founder and CEO of Birth Prep Academy. I'm also the creator of Bump to Bundle Blueprint, where I help pregnant women prepare for their first hospital birth. Y'all, I am so excited today. I'm excited because it's a new day, it's a new week, and that means it's a new episode. Today, we're going to be talking about stretch marks. Are oils and creams able to prevent them from occurring? Is it a truth or a lie? We're going to hop into that today. But before we do, I always start the episode off with our segment, What Up Now? And this is one of the best part of recording content for you because it allows me to just interact and dialogue. I absolutely love to hear from you guys regarding our topics that we talk about here. I am most active over on Instagram at Birth Prep Academy. And so I'm going to hop into our segment today, but I want to hear from you. So let's get into it today. I am going to talk about family, my family. Of course, I have my immediate family, right? My husband, my two kids, and our dog, Kevin. Yes, we have a dog named Kevin. It's a long story, maybe for another episode. And yeah, I don't want to hear about that in the comments. No, I'm just joking. But today, I want to talk about my family with my siblings. So I am the youngest of eight. And I think that is definitely a unique quality of mine, especially nowadays, because people don't typically, you don't hear about a lot of people having big families. I mean, with my mom and dad and all eight of us, yeah, that made for a very crowded house a lot of personalities and perspectives. And so it was definitely a unique experience, but I would not change it for the world. I didn't have, I must say, with, so, okay, let me do this breakdown. I am the youngest of eight. I have two older sisters and then I have five older brothers. Yes. And I am grown and married with my own kids. And when we're out, they still introduce me as their baby sister. It's annoying to say the least, but it's true. So yeah, I I am the youngest. And one of the things, I was thinking about this, right? And one of the things that has been a takeaway from being in such a big family is my ability to, number one, I'm not easily offended. Now, yes, I do have feelings, right? And no one likes someone who's negative or coming down on them all the time. But I, y- you really usually have to cut me deep to to really offend me in a way. And that is just because I grew up with so many personalities and so many different ways that people communicate. So different communication styles that I understand that someone just can talk differently, you know? and not really mean much by it. So yeah, I I don't consider myself to be easily offended. Um, And then the other thing I would also say is it taught me a lot about getting along with 
people who didn't necessarily agree. And so I think that if I had to do a takeaway or one thing that I'm really, really proud of is the fact that I am able to disagree with someone and still get along with them, still have meaningful, valuable conversations with them. I can still enjoy their friendship. I can still treat them with kindness and compassion. And we don't have to agree. I may have a different perspective on something. And part of me feels like today where we stand in society is that oftentimes it's very polarized based on what we see on social media and through various forms of content, right? And it feels like if you don't agree with someone, then that means that that person is now at opposition or an enemy. And I just don't necessarily see it that way. I think we can still treat each other with kindness and humanity and not necessarily feel the same way about certain things. And so I I think that that is definitely a direct result of growing up in a household with my siblings who I love dearly. Like we are, we are a pack. (laughs) So I love my siblings very dearly, but we don't always agree. And that doesn't mean that, that they're not my sibling. It doesn't mean that we can't still love each other or come together and have an amazing barbecue or Thanksgiving. Like, it just doesn't mean that for me. And I'm grateful for that. I wish I saw more of that in today's world. I I wish more people were able to experience it because I think when you have that perspective, you're allowed to gain so much from the people around you. You're not as isolated. You don't feel alone or at opposition with others. You feel more of a sense of of team, of family, of cohesiveness. And so I wish I saw more of that today, but that is what is on my mind. That it, it popped up literally right before I hit record and I thought, you know what? That's what we're going to talk about today. So there you have it, folks. I now I want to hear from you. I want to know what kind of family did you grow up in? Is it a small family? Is it a big family? And what is one of your takeaways? What's one of your superpowers that you know is a direct result of the family that you were brought up in? I want to know. Hit me over on Instagram. Hop into the DMs and let me know. Let's chit chat. Okay. That is all for this episode. Now let's go ahead and jump right into our topic for today. Hi, Mama. Got an empty hospital bag? No birth plan? Or how about this? You want to make a birth plan, but don't know where to start? No problem. Today's episode is brought to you by Bump to Bundle Blueprint, an online program designed to help you create a stress-free birth blueprint in six weeks or less. Listen, if you think you need help preparing for your baby's arrival, you absolutely do. Check out our wildly popular free masterclass titled Three Mistakes First Time Moms Make When Preparing for Birth and What to Do Instead. This masterclass is chucked full of all kinds of valuable information, like my three-step framework for creating a stress-free birth plan, the number one way to have a positive birth experience, and the 
secret to transitioning into motherhood like a boss. If you're pregnant and want to learn more about our proven method to help you prepare for your first hospital birth, click the link in the show notes. See you there. Okay. Have you heard? Okay. I'm jumping right in y'all in case you didn't understand, but, um, Tell me now, have you heard that if you use creams and oils that you can prevent stretch marks? I want to know. And I'm going to pause actually here because I feel like I can hear you responding with a yes or no. Okay, spoiler alert. I'm just going to come right out and let you know the answer, and then we're going to backtrack to why the answer is the answer, okay? So first off, it is not true that an oil or a cream will prevent stretch marks. Boom. I've said it. And I'm going to give you a minute because I know that that may be difficult, especially if you've already spent money on a topical treatment. I'm just going to lay that down right there for you. There's no evidence through research that shows that a oil or a cream will prevent stretch marks, okay? Now, we've gotten that out there. Spoiler alert, we know what the truth is, right? Based on research, based on evidence. Now, let's backtrack so we can understand how we got there. First off, what are stretch marks? Stretch marks are not topical marks on the skin, They're actually tears that occur in the deeper layers of the skin, okay? Not sure if you knew that. It was new to me when I first found out about it. I remember being pregnant and not really understanding it. And then I was like, oh, that's what they are. What you see is not what's going on on the surface. What you're seeing is tears that have occurred in the deeper layers of the skin. And what affects whether or not your skin has those tears, whether or not those tears occur, is based on the amount of collagen that you have in your skin. The amount of collagen that is in your skin will determine how well your skin has elasticity. So if you have a higher amount of collagen, the more elasticity or stretch will be in your skin. You'll have more give. If you don't have a lot of collagen in your skin, then the stretching of your skin will result in tears as the skin stretches. And so that's important to understand when you talk about stretch marks and a lot of the marketing behind them, it can get pretty expensive. Some of the creams and some of the oils that are out on the market. And when you think about the promises that they're making versus what's actually going on in your skin, it just helps to put things in perspective. So that is where we're starting. The fact that it is not topical is happening deeper in the skin and you just see it on the top layer of your skin, the result of what's happening underneath. Another thing that can trigger uh, stretch marks is rapid weight gain which is also why so many pregnant women happen to suffer from stretch marks, right? So many pregnant women get stretch marks, not just because of the level of collagen in the skin. That's one aspect, but also because of how rapidly the baby is growing 
and how rapidly your skin is stretching to accommodate the growth of your baby. So in other words, when you have rapid weight gain, stretch marks are determined by the way that your body responds to that. If your body has enough collagen and elasticity where it's able to respond quickly to the weight gain, then it's likely you won't have stretch marks. But if your body is not able to respond and accommodate for that weight gain and the growth of the baby, then um, it is likely that the stretch marks will occur. Now, another marker that you can use to determine, right? Because I'm assuming that if you're listening to this episode, if you're listening to the podcast, you are likely pregnant or soon to be pregnant. You're trying to get pregnant. And so uh, one of the things that you can use as an indicator is based on how the women in your family actually respond when they're pregnant. What has their response been? Have they suffered from getting stretch marks or not so much? That is also an indicator, not a one for one. So it, it is possible that, you know, two of your sisters didn't get it and one of your sisters did end up with stretch marks because there's other factors like the weight gain and things like that. But it is a good indicator in terms of the level of collagen that is genetically carried in your family DNA and makeup. So that is also something to just remember and consider. Um, The good news is that just simply giving yourself time, they will become more subtle. The appearance of them will become more subtle over time. When you're in the thick of it, as you are pregnant, you will see the appearance of the stretch marks be more prominent, right? Because there's, especially in the belly area, because there's a lot of blood flow that is happening to accommodate that growth. And so with that being said, it's going to be more pronounced. The tears are new, right? They, they are happening as you gain the weight or as the baby is growing. And so the newness of them will cause them to be more prominent. But I can vouch uh, because I did get stretch marks. My sister got stretch marks. Like it was a thing in my family. So I knew that that was a possibility for me. And I'll be honest, I still used creams and oils to moisturize. There is nothing wrong with a good belly rub, especially when you're pregnant. So it's not that I don't think you should use the creams or oils. I just think that the perspective of your expectation of the results that they're going to deliver, I think that may need to be adjusted. And just to warn you to proceed with caution when you're talking about buying something expensive on the market, just proceed with caution. So as a a person who personally has stretch marks, they were very prominent, especially if you are melanated or a woman of color. They were darker and just very prominent initially, right, when I was pregnant. But over time, my kids are older now and over time, they are more subtle in appearance as far as the pigmentation and things like that. And so just keep that in mind. There's also different treatments. Now, let me be very clear and say when I say treatments, that doesn't mean that the doctor will repair the tears. They don't 
go in and repair the deeper layers of the tears, which is the actual cause of the stretch marks. But cosmetically, there are treatments that can treat the pigmentation and the color and the skin on the top layer, which will help give it more of a subtle appearance. So if that is something that is concerning for you, just remember that time will make them appear more subtle as well as certain treatments will help them to appear more subtle. Now, the last thing I want to leave with you is when we talk about rapid weight gain, you will obviously gain a certain amount of healthy baby weight as you prepare to grow this human. So that is to be expected. And that part you won't necessarily be able to control. However, eating excess calories, like you have to have a certain amount of calories and nutritional value just to provide health for you and your baby. That's to be expected. But over and above that, right, those quote-unquote pregnancy cravings of late-night runs to grab, I don't know, ice cream and pickles, whatever, whatever your thing is, those are excessive calories. And to do it once in a while You probably won't have any effects from that, right? Outside of the enjoyment of enjoying the craving, but making sure to really be mindful not to indulge on a everyday consistent basis will help to curb some of the extra calories that will go unused because a lot of that is just not calories or nutrition that you actually need. It's in excess. So over and above those basic nutritional calories, keeping that to a minimum will help to prevent the excessive weight gain, which um, causes the tears and results in stretch marks. So just being mindful of that and understanding how it works, the process of it helps to give you a position on how to think about it, how to process that. Your body is changing, so it is difficult to see those changes and to really experience all of the different things that's going on with your body, but it's completely normal. Your body has done something absolutely amazing. You have grown a whole human, right? (laughs) At the end of it, you will have your, your sweet baby. So they make it well worth it, well worth it. Um, That is all I have today. I do have a free training that I think you'll enjoy and get value from. It is the three mistakes most new moms make when preparing for birth and what to do instead. The link will be in the show notes. Definitely check it out. If you found value from this episode or you know another mom that might benefit from this content, please like, share, and leave a review. It is a free way to say thank you and it helps to get more content to new listeners. Thank you so much. Until our next episode, happy birthday.